What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So today I want to talk about breaking habits. So you can apply this to weight loss, business, waking up early, whatever you're trying to do. I feel like it's the habit that is the most important thing to correct before you start any diet, before you Google any workout plan, because it's the change. So we'll get into the quote and then I'll get into um, just an exercise that you can do to break the habit today. And then I'll get into some motivation. So of course you can DM me on Instagram um, for feedback on topics, what you're loving. I love it when you guys reach out because it does help me provide topics that you're actually excited about. You're excited to listen to. And yeah, I see motivation and weight loss coming through. So I'm going to try to relate um, today's topic to weight loss and motivation and hopefully get you excited about the gym. I am personally fresh off the runway. I'm just kidding. I'm fresh off the gym or coming from the gym, which feels the same. So let's get into our quote. Chains, chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. So everything in moderation is pretty much the name of the game, right? And you know, some people will say, well, this is terrible for you. This is great for you. And this is this and this is that. But it's like eh, everything in moderation for the most part is fine. But the thing about it is you don't actually realize that you're overindulging in something or a habit is very heavy until you're trying to break it. Right. So it's really everything is really repetition. And it's what you're doing every single day that is creating your not just your habits, but your lifestyle. So I think and before you can really start any type of exercise, before you can really get into any type of dieting program, it's really about assessing what those bad habits are and at least trying to correct one at a time. So you don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. So I'm going to get into some um, exercises that you can do just now in the car, if you're at the gym, whatever. Um, so the first step here, and then I'm going to get into some motivation, but the first step here is no excuses. So, um, what you want to do, you will do it's bottom line is period. So sometimes we'll be like, Oh, well, you know, I can't get abs because I like food. Like people will say stuff like that, but that makes no sense because you could eat towards your goals of getting abs while also eating food. So it's what you will do, you will do. So a lot of times there's a lot of, you know, talking involved, whether that's in your mindset or out loud, but basically you can talk yourself out of the greatest experience of your life. Really think about it, like how fear comes in, or you might have an idea about something because by the way, your habits are just your ideas in action. So everything is repetition. What you truly believe is what ideas come about. So if you're like, in order to lose weight, I have to exercise for five hours a day. Well, that's your belief. That's your idea. And now this is your habit. So it's anything you want to do. And you could talk yourself in and you could talk yourself out of the greatest experience of your life. So the biggest thing is talking during any type of breaking the habit, you know, as far as like, if you're trying to break the habit today, talking is cheap. So the reason I say that is action is king. And I'm big on that as far as like action is concerned. Like I'm always that type of person that's like, if you're tired, do it tired. Like 
I don't always feel 100% motivated to do XYZ or work on that side project or hit the gym or whatever I'm doing. But I just know that if I just do it over time, it just becomes my natural autopilot behaviors, which are really, really important. So for example, everything that you do that you don't think about is autopilot. You get up in the morning, you take a shower, you brush your teeth. You know, when it comes to action, there's a lot of um, motivational coaches that talk about, you know, you can within three seconds talk yourself out of waking up early in the morning. Within three seconds of your alarm going off, if you're not out of bed, you're probably not getting up. And that and that's if you are trying to wake up earlier, not just your autopilot. I've got to be up. It's six o'clock. If you were trying to get up at five o'clock in the morning and you set that alarm for five and you're not out of the bed within three seconds because you didn't actually take a action, you actually thought about it. So that's what I mean when I say talk is cheap, not me talking on a podcast. I'm talking about what you say to yourself within that three seconds of trying to get up or trying to go to the gym or whatever. So that's probably the most important thing that I can say to you right now is everything is repetition. Even what you repeat to yourself. So there's no more talking. I personally just silence the mind. If you're tired, do it tired. I don't think about it. It's not up for discussion. It's not a topic in my brain. I'm not allowed to think about it because if I do, where's my brain going to go? It's going to go into excuse land and it's going to start talking me out of why I need rest, why I shouldn't go to the gym, why I should just, oh, you know, just skip it, watch a movie instead. Like, you know what I mean? So your brain will talk you out of shit. And the thing is, Decide what kind of life you really want and then say no to everything that isn't that. That's what we're talking about right now. Habits are formed by repetition of particular acts. They are strengthened and increase in the number of repeated acts. So if you can continuously do something, this becomes your new habit. And a lot of times people are like, well, nothing changes if you don't change. And this is the thing. You will talk yourself out of change all day long. When I really thought about this today, I'm like, how can I get somebody to break a habit? Like, how can I get somebody to really break a fucking habit today? Like, really break it? I was like, you have to break that excuse. You have to break the little crutch you hold on to. And I know it's not easy. When I wanted to get up earlier, oh my God, it took me like six months. I'm not even kidding. I had to like benchmark myself like 15 minutes, 18 minutes, fucking 25 minutes. Like I had to really go like a baby turtle trying to wake myself up in the morning. I love my sleep. I love my sleep. But you know what? I realized that if I wanted something to change in my life, if I wanted to work from home full time, if I wanted to um, work for myself full time, I had to start getting in the habit of getting up early, getting into my office, getting into that mindset working on a side project. I knew I had to do all those things. Not just that, but I also had to like do research and really figure out what I was even going to be doing. And that was a big part of the habit. It's not necessarily, hey, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to go into my office and I'm just going to start working for myself full time. That's not how it happens. You wake up 15 minutes early. You go into the office. You stare at the laptop. You're like, I wish I could open you, but I can't even open my eyes right now. Like, this is how it really starts. And the only thing that matters is that action part. So I can tell you that just from wanting to do those things and having that idea, like, I'd love to work for myself full-time from home. I don't know how to do that. Like, there was like a whole blank space. I was like, 
I just know that this is what I want. And what you have to do is just take that first little step. You don't have to see how it's all going to come together. You just have to start looking at your habits and say, okay, I'm going to, you know, take action today. So let's get you into facing your excuses um, and being stronger than your excuse. What that means to me is everyone's like, you know, be stronger than your excuses. It sounds like a nice quote, but what it really means is look at your real habits. Because that's what that means. Your excuses, again, are just exactly what they sound like because you will do what you want to do. That's why there's no more talking. There's no more thought involved in actually breaking a habit. It's all action-based. It's all like, if you're tired, do it tired. That is a real vibe because you're not going to be motivated. You're not even going to want to do it. And that's the biggest thing when people are talking about eating a salad. Of course, you don't want to eat a salad. A donut is better than a salad. Like, let's drop the debate. A donut is better than a salad. But you know what? Eat the fucking salad. Like, talk is cheap. You will talk yourself out of the greatest experience of your life. If you give yourself more than three seconds, you really, really will. So nine times out of 10, you scroll online, you see this super fit person, they have abs and they're looking great on the beach. You want that. You want that so bad. But you know what? 15 minutes later, what are you doing? Stuff that is not in line with what you actually want in life. So facing your excuses and being stronger than your excuses is really looking at your real habits and not giving yourself the opportunity to talk yourself out of real change which again, everything is just repetition. So habits are are weakened and broken on a day-to-day basis. If you can just go one day doing something, you should be giving yourself the biggest pat on the back because if you can just get up 15 minutes early, that's huge. The next day, if you can get up 15 minutes early, that's huge. The next day, if you can get up 20 minutes early, that's huge. Chains of habit are too late to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. The reason it's so hard to get up that hour early, get into the gym every single day is because you just haven't been doing it. So the next thing is insert your bad habit and let's face it. So look at your real habits. You don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. So look at one habit. And this is where I'm going to come into like self-sabotaging mode. Like look at that one habit. Be prepared each day to confront your own self-sabotage. So again, you could talk yourself out of the greatest experience of your life. So you really need to take a look at why you do that and why you do that on a consistent basis and then insert bad habit here. Let's face it. Now we're going to look at why. So list all your excuses. This is the only talking portion of it or bulletin point portion of it. You could be at the gym, you can be in your car, but what you want to do They say, and I'll just use an example. My bad habit is eating ice cream every night. Now list your excuses, write them out and look at why you do anything. Just in general, we'll use ice cream, for example. And it doesn't mean ice cream is bad, right? But let's say you want to be healthier and it's just you're recognizing within yourself, hey, you know what? That's an action that I do every day that's not leading me to my goal. Doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that it's something that I want to change. So just look at it. Just look at your list of excuses. Why do you do that? What's the trigger? What is the self-sabotage there? You want to be healthy. You want to be in shape. You want to be fit. You go on Pinterest. You start pinning 
all the fitspo in the world. You're at the gym, you're working out, you're bleeding sweat, right? Because working out sucks. You're eating all the healthy foods. And then what are you doing at night? So why are you doing that? Write it out. Really look at it. And then the next thing I want you to do is give me 10 health benefits of doing that habit. If you can give me 10 healthy benefits of why you're doing that, you can keep that habit. But here's what I'm here to tell you is anything that's self-sabotaging is the worst habit to break. It's the worst thing to face. But once you do, you can actually get in line with the kind of life you really want. So many times, like, so the next thing I'm going to say is it's not worth it. So whatever you're trying to do, it's probably not worth it. Whatever first little thing came to your mind that you're like, I love this. I don't want to let it go, but it's blocking me, my um, success. That's exactly the habit you need to change. I love this. I don't want to let it go, but it's blocking my success. I mean, that is literally the too heavy to be broken part of that quote. The too heavy to be broken is is the cigarette that you've been smoking for 20 years, okay? The too heavy to be broken is the health you've neglected for 15 years. The too heavy to be broken is the binge drinking you've been doing for 10 years. Like chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. Negative self-talk is that heavy to be broken portion of that quote. I know. So everything is repetition. That's the good news here. If you can get yourself into a state of, okay, repetition, repetition, which just reminds me of French class. She would literally say it over and over again, like repeat. She would say it in French, repeat class, repeat class. And the reason she did that, one of the greatest teachers ever, is repetition is everything. If you can get somebody to repeat something 10, 15 times, they don't need a flashcard. And that was kind of her whole thing. So the thing is, whatever you want to continuously do, even just repeating to yourself, insert bad habit here, I, you know, this is not worth it. So whatever it is, this ice cream, I love this ice cream, but it's not worth it because it's sabotaging my goal. Because what you're thinking about right now is, I know this ice cream is sabotaging my goal, but I love it. So you need to get yourself off that pattern. It's not in the love box anymore. You have to say, I know I love this ice cream, right? You got to admit what it is. I love this ice cream, but it's not worth it because it's sabotaging my goals. You know, I love this martini, but it's not worth it because it's sabotaging my goals. I love this cigarette, but it's not worth it because it's sabotaging my goals. I love this paycheck, but it's not worth it because it's sabotaging my personal goals. Do you see what I'm saying? Like sometimes you have to admit what's blocking you. And it's not always the easiest thing to do or the easiest habit habit to get to give up. But once you actually do that, you're on your path to actually doing something every day that's getting you closer to your goal. A lot of people are like, you know, habits are built in 21 days. And so they'll do really, really easy things and then keep all their really, really heavy to be broken habits. So breaking a habit in 21 days is, is not just about the things that you find light to be felt. Those are the things that are too heavy to be broken. Your state of mind, your actual lifestyle, how you think on a daily basis. These are the hardest things to break. Probably the hardest habits to break ever are, you know, the repetitive actions that we take every single day that we don't even notice anymore. So the more the the whole moral of the story, I guess the whole exercise, we'll go through it again. But the more you face your fears, 
the more you face your reality and you get real with your life, the easier, more relaxed you become. I know that it sounds like a heavy, um, you know, break the habit type of, um, you know, exercise today. It sounds like break your habit, break your worst habit. But the thing is, it frees you of the things that you thought about things. I know that sounds like the dumbest like quote ever, but it frees you of the things that you thought about things because most of the time, all we do is think. We think, think, think our way into and out of things all day long. But the more you break that, the more free your mind can become. So the more you start to free up some of that reality, which is I'm here and now I'm at peace. I'm in my presence. But the thing is, when you have a list of excuses and heavy um, habits that need to be broken. It's the hardest thing to do, but it's no more talking. And when I say no more talking, I mean, no more thoughts about it. You know, you could say you don't talk to yourself, but we're talking to ourselves all day long. The thoughts that we think every single day, that is the talking that I'm talking about. So you can talk yourself into the greatest experience of your life, or you could talk yourself out of it. But the whole thing that you need to do is if you're tired if you're weak, if you're frail, if you're not feeling it, do it anyways. Take action today. Insert your bad habit and actually face it. You know, because you know what the easiest part is? And it sounds it sounds funny because you got to face it and move through it. But the easiest part is actually not doing it. Because nine times out of 10, if you're tired, do it tired. You probably don't even have to do anything. It's probably one less thing you have to do right? One less negative thought you have to think today. One less bowl of ice cream you have to think about. One less bad meal that you have to over-prepare in your mind, all this guilt and fear. Just stop doing it. List your excuses. Write them out. Look at your excuses. These are my excuses because this is self-sabotage. There's another quote that says, we're all self-made, but only the successful will admit it. Because it really doesn't matter what type of lifestyle you come from. What you make of yourself is your daily habits and your thoughts and what you think about yourself. And that's what you end up becoming. So change your habits to really do that. You know, feeling sorry for yourself and your present condition is not only a waste of energy, but the worst habit you could possibly have. You know, we talk about this a lot when I'm talking about mindset and I'm going to get into some motivation in a second here, but I just want to say, you know, for anybody feeling like, I can't believe she's saying this. The thing is, I want you to be excellent. I want you to succeed. I want you to have great habits. I want you to get excited about your job. I want you to feel excited at the gym. I want you to be motivated in in life. I want you to not have rapid negative thoughts all day. So that's why I come on here and I podcast the way that I do. But I think the biggest thing is feeling sorry for yourself is the biggest waste of energy that I could possibly even say. It's the worst habit you could possibly have is to make an excuse for why you behave the way that you do. There's another quote that I say to myself all the time, which is do not react the way that they are. You react the way that you are. So just because somebody does something that's a lower vibrational energy or maybe not the best energy or just anything, you could be surrounded by the worst experiences, but just because that occurs does not mean that you need to reflect that. So always reflect kinder than you feel. You know what I mean? Um, Always reflect the good that's in you, not the worst that's around you. That's probably one of the hardest things to do, but that will take you off this feeling sorry for yourself mode because what you're doing is you're saying, 
all these circumstances around me have made me this way. And this is why I'm like this and blah, 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 blah. And nobody cares because at the end of the day, what you do is what you become. What you say is what you believe. These are all your habits. And it's a form of repeat, repeat, repeat. Everything is repetition. So even the stories that you tell yourself are repetition. So you could say, I'm in a bad mood because this happened at work, but you decide the mood. And that's what most people don't understand. And that's that self-sabotage that I'm talking about. If you let everybody get in on your feelings and your emotions, you're never going to run your day. So what people do, what people say, their habits of well-being, what they're grateful for, what they're not grateful for have nothing to do with you. Their bad moods have nothing to do with you. Anybody else's habits around you have nothing to do with you. That was one of the biggest things when I was first losing weight and I was like, oh, I just, I'm eating all these carbs and I'm eating ice cream and whatever. I could have blamed that on my boyfriend. I could have been like, he eats like everything and that's why I eat all this food, da, da, da. But you know what? He doesn't pick what I actually eat. I do that. So you can blame it. Again, you can give an excuse, but at the end of the day, we are what we repeatedly do. So excellence is not an act, but it's a habit. So it's your habits that create what you actually do. And you cannot blame that on anybody else but you. So once you understand that, once you understand that, all you need to do is keep going. If you are tired, do it tired. If you are mentally exhausted from the thought, like I've quit smoking cigarettes. So that's another um, bad habit I would say that I've beaten mentally before. So the thing is, that is the worst habit to ever break. I don't care what anybody says. It is the worst habit to break. Dieting's not easier. Instilling a workout is not easier. Changing your mindset about work and career is not easier. There are a lot of things mentally that I've had to push through with rep repetition, with being tired, doing it anyways, and not letting myself talk myself out of things. Because if you give yourself more than three seconds, you will absolutely not do it. So sometimes the best thing you can do is just hang up that thought hat. Just do the action anyways, especially when I was quitting smoking cigarettes. It was like, I just had to distract myself. That was the only way I could not think about it. And that is a big part of getting into the gym, getting to that second job, you know, focusing on this, taking that course, um, you know, skipping a brunch to go to a yoga class, whatever it is, you know, a big part of that is really just distracting yourself with with the actual action versus sitting in thought about it. So the biggest thing that I could say is, you know, good habits are going to take time. Good habits are worth investing in. And that's why I relate it to worth. So the next time you want to quit something, you're like, okay, I don't know. Just write out your excuses you know, I'm not going to the gym. Now write out why you're doing that. Why? Would you rather sleep? Would you rather chill? Would you rather? Because all of your excuses, you can fit those in your day. I know that you can. I know that you can. One hour of your day is 4% of your day. So I know that you can fit it somewhere in your day. You know that you can fit it somewhere in your day. That's why you have an excuse. So an excuse is a blame. Well, my kid has soccer at this time. We're not talking about soccer. List your excuses. You're blaming it on soccer. There you go. Write it down. 
So that's the thing. A lot of people don't want to do that. But when you give up what weighs you down, you will begin to feel free about what can lift you up. So now you can highlight the benefits of like, okay, well, if I wake up an hour early, I'm going to feel more in charge of my day. Yeah, I might feel a little bit tired in the beginning, but you know what? I'm going to be more in charge. I'm going to be in a better mood. I'm going to have more energy than everybody in the office because I've been up since five or whatever. So the next thing I'm going to say is I know that it's not easy to break a habit. And so what I personally do whenever I'm trying to break a habit, whether that was eating healthier, um, not drinking alcohol, um, just anything, getting to the gym, um, when I was working full time, doing side projects and like trying to learn about all this stuff, I was like, I don't feel like doing this. And what I would do is I would just say, it's not worth it. So what I would say is it's not worth not doing it because every day you put it off, it becomes more distant in the future. Or even with like, um, you know, eating something bad, it's not worth it. If you just literally convince yourself, like it's really not worth it because after you're done with the excuses, you know, you'll do what you want to do. You're done thinking about it because you can talk yourself in and out of it all day long. You decide to take action. You want to really look at that bad habit and list out, Hey, this is why I do this. And if you can't come up with 10 health benefits, not just, okay, well, I'm not waking up early because I need rest. Okay. That's one. If you, you've got to get to 10 really healthy benefits, not 10 made up benefits, because that will actually show you the flip side of why this isn't a healthy habit to begin with. And then you realize that it's not worth it. Then it's a little bit easier to give it up. And so the next thing that you want to do is with your new habit, let's just say getting up early. So you're going to trade sleeping in for getting up early. You're going to look at, okay, the 10 health benefits of sleeping in versus the 10 health benefits of getting up early. And so when you start to look at it in black and white, here is our bad habit. Let's face it. Getting up earlier is going to be more beneficial to my health and my day and my energy and my mindset overall. I'm going to start doing this. So everything from there is repetition. So on this next portion, I'm going to get into like 10, basically like positive kind of you know, inspiring, I guess, pep talk on how to just like get in the gym today or get up, you know, early if you're like struggling to get up early or just really continuing with that positive habit, um, any type of good habits that you're trying to make a difference with. Um, and you're struggling with the fact that like, okay, I get it. We are what we repeatedly do, but like I'm on day three and this sucks. I totally get that. So on this next half, I'm going to be talking about just different things that you can do to, or I guess reminders, like friendly reminders of why you're changing this habit and staying on track with it rather than sit there and say, okay, you know, I'm going to change this one habit at a time. You go 21 days and then you completely forget why you do it. I just want to insert some reminders here to keep you focused. So that way you can always come back to this podcast and be like, okay, this is why I'm breaking that habit. And hopefully it helps uh, make a difference when you are not feeling it. So anyways, good habits are worth it, guys. Like it's worth investing in. Your habits really do become a huge part of you. Um, Whether you make them mandatory habits, it's up to you. But I would highly suggest making certain things in your life mandatory because at the end of the day, you are what you repeatedly do. When you understand that, you know that anything that you're doing in the present moment... um, 
as creating your future. So it's really, it's never about what you did. You don't even have to think about your worst habit from last week or even three days ago. All you have to do is focus on what's happening right now, because if we can master the act and the habit right now, we'll begin to master what we repeatedly do, which will lead you to eventually, you know, your dream life or doing everything you wanted to do. Um, and just, you know, flexing that, um, you know, good habit method. So we'll get into the second half. And if this is goodbye, you guys can DM me on Chelsea.swift on Instagram or Chelsea Swift blog. That's on Instagram. And again, feedback on topics, what you're loving. It really does help me provide topics that you actually like, that you get excited about. I have a lot of like weight loss, motivation, um, requests, which is why like each podcast lately has been about like weight loss, motivation. I know that's big in the first half of the year. So you can also go to chelseaswiftblog.com, click on the blogs. Um, I have a bunch of new blogs I just dropped, 10 slim down items that you need on your grocery list. I did a skinny strawberry basil martini. I did five healthy weight loss snacks. There's how to set up a vision board, five positive affirmations. So there's re- I'm going to be doing a lot more like motivation and weight loss um, type of tips over there as well. So if you want to catch up on your lunch break, do that. And I will see you guys on the next half. All right. And now on the second half, I'm going to be talking about taking action today. And of course, hopefully give you some motivation to listen to in the gym, uh, give you some motivation for weight loss in general. So I wanted to give you some tips, not just for healthy weight loss, healthy mentality, but also just in general to help you with today's vibe. So the first thing I'm going to say is it takes 21 days to break a habit. The reason I'm saying that is let's just say you are starting fresh. You're like, you know what? I tried to do a whole reset for 2020. I'm not there. I'm living my best life, you know, whatever it is. Let's just restart with one action a day. So it's really about breaking a bad habit that you feel like is holding you back. So this is all, you know, up for debate and it's really about what you want to accomplish. So I think when I get on here and I motivate, I just, one of the main disclaimers that I want to say is you don't need a thousand jobs to feel accomplished. You don't need to run seven businesses to feel successful. So when I come on here and I give motivation, apply it to anything that you would like and just like take what resonates. It's not about adopting other people's lifestyles and habits and ideas and applying them to your life and then still not being happy because happiness is the entire purpose of being here and happiness really does lead you to success. So you want to do this in happy, healthy ways, but you know, what you want to stay away from is, you know, when you're trying to make changes and when you're trying to apply new habits and you're trying to create a new lifestyle, you don't want to create excuses that then lead you to the same day over and over again. Do you know what I'm saying? So sometimes a little bit of effort goes a long way. And so it takes 21 days to break a habit is a real thing. So if you are just not working out, if you're just not getting to the gym, if you are waking up every day, you're feeling negative, I mean, apply it to whatever you want. You are not getting the response you want from your you know, management team or your coworkers or whatever. This is going to require you to just focus on that for the next 21 days in a healthy way. So what can you do for the next 21 days that's going to build a better habit? Never focus on what you're trying to change. 
focus on what you want to adapt as new. So for example, let's say you go to work and you feel like you're not noticed or you don't get along with your coworkers, whatever it is. I'm just using that as an example because that was one of the questions that came through like probably two weeks ago. And I just like to try to fit them in randomly into podcasts. But um, so for 21 days, why don't you, before you fall asleep, and this sounds stupid, but visualize to materialize is one of the realest things that you can do. And your imagination is key in that. So it's easier to do when you're feeling tired. So at night, instead of feeling stressed, tired, can't sleep, blah, blah, blah picture your best life. Like, I don't know why that would be a problem for anybody. Like that is fun. So just picture your best life, picture you having the best day, the next day, your best life. Think about all the people you would encounter instead of reenacting what you've been encountering, react to what's new. So like when, as you imagine, you're imagining new conversations, you're imagining a new day, right? So again, it takes 21 days to break a habit. Do that every single night for 21 days, and I'd be shocked if that doesn't change your actual energy in the morning, your mood in the morning. It doesn't change your thought patterns, and it doesn't change your actual life and getting to work and and what you experience because you can only really experience what you are actually consistently thinking about every day and doing every day. So if you are feeling that way, That means that you're going to sleep, thinking about it, stressed out. Now you're up thinking about it again. So you can, so it's automatic. You're just on this autopilot, automatic thought of like, this is what I'm going to experience. And then that's why you get that. So before you fall asleep, think about your best day, your best life. It's a very easy exercise that you can do. And honestly, you might find when you first start to do this, that it's hard for you to imagine things. And so like, imagine that, like, imagine the fact that you can't imagine. That's crazy. That's how anything comes into fruition. These crazy stories, these crazy movies, the crazy um, technology that comes out, any type of innovation comes from imagination. Somebody had to think about it first. So it's not exactly Mary Poppins when you think about it that way. So if you are experiencing any type of negativity in your life, you need to take it 21 days at a time. Lay in your bed before you go to sleep and visualize your best life. Nothing else appears. We're not thinking about negative things. We're not thinking about what someone said. We're not reenacting fights, invisible fights. Like you can literally have a whole fight in your head that never happens. So don't do that to yourself. Don't have a boxing match with someone that doesn't exist. Just literally let let it go. Let it flow. Think about like a dream spa. Think about like vacations, whatever makes you excited. Think about whatever, killing it at at work. Think about, you know, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel at peace. You want to think about those things because that's what's going to generate those feelings. And then like, as you sleep, your brain processes that information, which is why hypnosis is huge, which is why you have, um, sleep, sleep meditations that people do, um, you know, to, to quit bad habits. Actually, that's like a huge thing that people do, whether they're trying to lose weight, right. Or they're trying to quit smoking cigarettes. I'm just using those general examples, but you can apply it to anything. If you're trying to create more abundance in your life, if you're trying to attract more wealth, there are all these different type of sleep meditations that you can do because it gets into your subconscious mind. So the next thing I'm going to say is Be prepared each day to confront your own self-sabotage. So one of the biggest things when I was talking about breaking the habit in that first half 
And what I wanted to apply it to in the second half of just getting motivated and, you know, facing the day as it comes, when you are prepared to confront your own self-sabotage, you no longer take things personal and you take accountability for everything that you're responsible for. So the reality is at some point, whether your parents told you or not, you became responsible for your life, your actions, your thoughts, your words, your career, everything. So you could say, well, my parents had influence on my career or my parents, you know, their opinion matters to me or their, you know, ideas matter to me. And that's okay. But the thing is, when you realize that everything that you do all falls back on you, that's when you realize that it's really all within you. So anything that's displayed as sabotage is really a reflection of self. You can't say, well, somebody's opinion um, really put a lot of pressure on me. So then I did this thing. It doesn't, that doesn't add up. You have to, at all points in your life, you know, somebody said this to me, it made me feel like this. So I did this. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. So you have to be prepared each day to confront your own self-sabotage. Are you on the way to work visualizing your best day? Are you visualizing a hard day? Okay, because that's probably what you're going to get. So be prepared each day to confront your own self-sabotage, which a lot of that is, again, back to the whole, you can talk yourself out of the greatest day of your life. You can talk yourself out of the out of the greatest experience of your life, out of the greatest sale of your life, out of the greatest whatever of your life. So a big part of that is to confront the fact that you have a lot of self-sabotage that goes on within your head. And rather than talk yourself out of it, why don't you instead take some action today to talk yourself into the best experience, not talk yourself, but like walk yourself into the best experience. Because someone busier than you right now is working out. Someone busier than you right now is is hitting a side hustle. Someone busier than you right now is organizing that closet that you keep complaining about. Like somebody busier than you right now is doing the thing that you are scrolling on your phone complaining about. And that's reality. Everything in life is repetition. So just remember that if you think you have it worse than somebody else or the things that you complain about, people would love to complain about that. You know, people say they don't have time, but you make time. So someone somewhere busier than you right now is working out at the gym. And I'm just saying it like that because I feel like for me, for me, I always think about people that have like literally seven kids, two jobs. They still work out. They're like involved in the community. And it's like, I can't find my shoe. No, I'm kidding. But I mean, think about it. It's all about happiness. It's all about balance. It's all about what you want to do. But again, if you are not where you want to be, it's a matter of excuse. And you do what you want to do. So be prepared to confront that every day. And then give yourself a little bit of like motivation, a little false motivation and be like, you know what? Someone somewhere is on four hours of sleep and still at the gym. Someone somewhere is on two hours of sleep and still went to class today. Someone somewhere is, you know, really wanted to go to that party, but they stayed home and studied instead. Like sometimes you just have to face the fact that like each day you're confronted with your own bullshit. And so someone somewhere is, is definitely doing the things that you don't want to do. And then that's why they're ahead of you in 10 years because someone somewhere is doing exactly what you don't want to do. And they're busier. They don't even have time to scroll and complain. They don't even have time for that. So ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to your goal. 
That is a huge thing. Exercise is a celebration of what your body can do. Your body loves you. Love it back. That's the biggest thing. So many times we're in the gym. We think we got to like flex on the haters. We're like, all right, we're just going to do this. All right, we're just going to do that. I was actually reading an article the other day. It's talking about a celebrity trainer and he was talking about, you know, I always have clients get up to at least 10,000 steps a day before I even train them in the gym because it's about movement and it's about respect. And like, I just love the article because I loved how he approached it. He's like, you know, when you want to advance, there are levels for that. So I guess when applying this, your body is always working for you, your body. Okay. Like you, your mindset, your feels, your vibes are in line with what you eat. Okay. So knowledge is power is a real thing. So like what you decide to put into your body today is a representation of the knowledge that you have about health. That's all that it is. When I didn't give a shit about what I was eating, it's because I really wasn't registering a lot of information like inflammation, like digestive system. Like I didn't know any of that shit. I didn't know anything about gut bacteria. I didn't know. I just didn't know. So how could I associate it with something that I don't know? Right. So the thing that I'm trying to say is that you are in charge of what you eat, like your actual thoughts and energy, mentality, knowledge, power. That's what powers your decisions really is your actual habitual thinking. So when you punish your body for emotional eating in the gym, that's really not fair to your body because your body loves you so much and your body is a celebration of what you can do every day. You know, you feed it like shit and it gets rid of any toxins you give it. You know, you you don't work out for years and it still gives you the power to use your legs. You know, people could be so unhealthy and your body is still trying to keep you alive. So it's really not a matter of what your body did to you. It's a matter of what your mindset has you doing and fueling your body with. So exercise is a celebration of what your body can do. And it's never a punishment for what you ate. It's never a punishment for what you ate. So I feel like that's a huge thing to say when I'm relating this to exercise and breaking the habit and all this stuff and weight loss is, you know, you eat to fuel your body not to feed your emotions. And so one of the biggest things when I was thinking about the gym and I would be like really calorie focused at, at times, I would be really calorie focused. How many calories did I burn? You know, heart rate for heart rate focused. I would do a lot of different stuff, especially in the beginning of weight loss. You're like, you know, calories in calories out. And it's not a bad idea to think about it that way because it is science. But the thing is over time, like your body is taking you through your life. It's like your vessel. So you need to stretch and hydrate and rest on top of, hey, let's go for a run. Hey, let's do some weights. Hey, let's do the Stairmaster. Hey, let's do the elliptical. Like you've got to actually give your body time to recoup. So I just wanted to say that because exercise is a celebration of what your body can actually do. And I don't care how out of shape you think you are, like just your body being able to go for like an hour hike or a two hour hike or an hour walk or just go to, you know, a yoga class and stretch it out. Like your body is amazing. It loves you. So love it back. And I guess the reason I wanted to bring that up is never punish your body for any type of emotional eating that you've done because you're, it's not your body's fault. So the next thing I'm going to say is, you know, it doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. So anytime you flex that muscle where you are giving up a belief or you are 
overriding the fact that you're tired and you are just getting in the gym, you are flexing a serious muscle. And I talk about this all the time because it does not get easier. You get stronger. Like you're in order for your workout to become your warm up, you have to just get there every day. I remember when I used to seriously go to the gym for 20 minutes. I'm not lying. I used to go for 20 minutes, but you know what? It didn't matter because I was building the habit. It was just a matter of me getting there. I just realized I won't get there. Why won't I get there? Because in my brain, I have it embedded in me that I have to do a minimum of 60 minutes of cardio. And it was a bad mentality. It was a terrible mentality. I had a bad experience with it. I didn't want to be in that mentality. So I wasn't going to the gym and it was affecting my progress. So what did I do? I rebuilt a healthy habit by saying, okay, what will you do in the gym? What feels healthy? What feels good? And it was 20 minutes. I'll do 20 minutes in the gym and then I'll go for a walk. That's what started to help me balance out. Okay. You don't have to go to the gym and beat yourself up, but flexing the muscle is important. Just like you flex your positive mindset muscle, flexing the muscle in the gym is important too. So do your 20 minutes, do your 10 minutes, do your 15 minutes, whatever it is. Um, But I really think that first part, and I guess back to what I was saying about that trainer is you really want to increase movement before you start to assign strict routines and regimens to yourself. Because the people that are advanced have that title for a reason. The people that are advanced and do these crazy workouts have been working up to that for a long time. And when you're ready to advance, those advancements will be there for you. But if you take your time and you respect your body, your body will respond 10 times um, ten times better than if you beat yourself up on the way there. Because he was talking about how he has clients that they'll be over-exercising and under-eating and trying to get them back on nutrition and proper um, exercise routines is takes three to six months before he can even train them. So you might as well do it the right way to get to the level that you want rather than skip steps, overdo it on cardio, overdo it on this, underdo it on that, have this unhealthy, you know, mindset pattern, whatever, and then get to, okay, well now I want to advance and now you're back to square one. So exercise is a celebration of what your body can do. Just walking will do that for you. So just getting out there and walking is a really great exercise. And it's something that, you know, your body loves you. So like, love it back, get some movement today, take the stairs, park a little further away, get the handheld um, carriage thing that all adds up. It really, really does. So the next thing I'm going to say is decide what kind of life you really want and say no to everything else that isn't that. So I talked about this on the first half and I'm just relating it to weight loss today because I think we can go through Pinterest and we can see all these different athletes, which I'm just going to start calling them athletes. Yes. Even the models are athletes. Like I was actually watching, um, like, uh, what I eat in the, what I eat in a day. Like one of the, um, supermodels was like doing what she eats and it's so simple. It's so clean. Everything's so healthy. And it just makes me laugh because I think maybe like four years ago, five years ago, my perspective of what she would be eating would be so different. Like I would think to myself, like she doesn't eat anything. But now when I see what she's eating, everything is super balanced, calculated and like on point nutritionally. Like there's just no, like there's no flaws in the diet at all. And that's why she can eat like that and not feel hungry and not feel deprived. Like everything's timed perfectly. 
Everything keeps our system running really clean, gives you a lot of energy, fills you up for a long time, proper portions, proper protein, proper everything. So now I look at it from that perspective. But if you showed me that diet four years ago, I would be like, the fuck? I'm not eating lentils. Like I would literally have lost my mind. So the thing is, and I guess relating it to this is, you know, decide what kind of life you really want. Say no to everything else that isn't that, you know, depending on what your goals are, just start getting in line with what those goals are. You know, for example, if you want to go on vacation, you haven't been on vacation in years, and you take a look at your your spending over the past three months, what you actually spend your money on, you know, that'll tell you right there why you haven't been on vacation. Because needing the $200 eye cream is more important than your plane ticket. And so that's just the reality. Or even buying a coffee every single day, I was so guilty of this. So don't let me think that I'm like preaching to you. I'm just, I literally just always share uh, my experience and things that I've done. So doesn't mean you can't have a coffee, right? But like find a better alternative to that. So decide what kind of life you really want to live and then say no to everything else that isn't that. You know, for example, if I want to go on vacations, then I need to, you know, not spend money every single day. And so that was a real thing is a lot of people are spending money every single day. And so that's like a daily consumption thing, just like the internet, just like um, exercise, just like going to work, just like anything that you're going to do today, just like YouTube videos, like that is daily consumption. So when you are spending $5 a day, you really want to look at what that $5 is going to. So anyways, I'm just saying that when it comes to getting in the gym, if you are tired today, I'm going to tell you right now, do it anyways. An hour of your day is 4% of your day. It's a slow process, but quitting will not speed it up. Eat to fuel your body, not to feed your emotions. Decide what kind of life you want to really live and then say no to everything that isn't that. It doesn't get easier. You get stronger. So flex that muscle every single day. Do it tired. Do it anyways. Face your excuses. Be stronger than your excuses and look at your real habits. Not your pretend habits. Not your two tablespoons of hummus. Get the fuck out of here with that. Nobody eats two tablespoons of hummus. I don't care. That's why I don't use calorie calculators anymore. It's a great to start, but I was fucking lying about the hummus. So lying about the hummus, lying about the peanut butter cup, like stop. That's why they don't work. You don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. You have to look at those real habits that you do every single day and say, wow, I don't work out every day. That's why I look like I don't work out every day. I don't eat healthy every day. That's why I look like I don't eat healthy every day. I don't hydrate every day. That's why I don't look like I hydrate every day. Once you start to look at it that way, you're like, shit, these are my habits and it's leading me to the future. So if I can just make one little change today, take one little action today, it's going to set me up for the next 21 to break that habit. So you don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. Exercise is a celebration of what your body can do. And you, in the love that you have for your body, because you are in charge of what you ate. So don't punish your body for the emotional eating of your feelings and your knowledge and your beliefs and everything that you've done. You can't say, oh, I I decided that I really wanted to go out for margaritas and I had some street tacos at 2 a.m. So now I'm going to wake up and be mean to my body. Like your body is the one processing everything you just did. Like love your body. Be nice to it. And the reason I separate this, by the way, 
the reason I separate this is knowledge is power. Once you start to realize like, this is really good for me. This is really good for my body. This is good for my mindset. This is good for my heart. This is good for my brain. This is good for my gut bacteria. Start like getting into it, right? Get into anything. You can get into counting pennies. You can get into collecting stamps. I mean, you can get into anything, right? Start to learn shit about anything and be like, yes, I am the master stamp collector. I have all 52, okay? So the thing is, you can do that with anything and nutrition is the same way. It's just basically what you know. So exercise is just a celebration of what your body can do, which is it is always working for you. And so the reason I separate it is you can't look at your body and get mad at your body for not being Giselle because you're not uh, you're not eating like Giselle. So like leave your body alone. Your body loves you. Love it back. The next thing is it takes 21 days to break a habit. Just go that 21, boo-boo. See what happens. Be prepared each day to confront your own self-sabotage or bullshit, as I like to call it, because nine times out of 10, you know, I call it like when adults are still like hiding behind their parents, it's weird. It's like, stop with the self-sabotage. You create your thoughts. You create your reality. You create your worth. Stop accepting opinions, behaviors, and habits into your lifestyle that doesn't serve you. You can talk yourself out of the greatest experience of your life. You can talk yourself into the worst experience of your life. So be prepared each day to just confront your own self-sabotage. Someone busier than you is working out right now. So that's a fact. Someone busier than you is getting that third degree. Someone busier than you is on to that whatever they're doing. Like I'm telling you, people are just always doing shit. So it's not about do, do, do and creating this type of mindset where it's like, oh, the busier, busier you are, the better you are, you know. Um, you know, you have to run seven businesses to be successful. I'm just saying that the excuse, the excuse that you give today, just remember that someone busier than you doesn't have one. Like they're already there. And the only reason is they just decide to do it tired. So don't ever feel bad. Don't be like, oh, well, I feel bad because this person is mentally stronger than me. It's fine. They're fucking tired too. They just don't allow themselves to dip into self-sabotaging mode. And so that's what that really means is the self-sabotage is the self-talk. It's the self-talk that you're doing every single day. So be prepared to greet that person. Be like, hey, how's it going? Sit the fuck down. We're not talking today. We're not talking today. And put on some positive music. Every time it creeps in, crush it with three positive things. Because eventually the self-talk, any type of negative self-talk anyways, any type of negative self-sabotage is going to fade into the background. So again, you from the beginning too, in that beginning portion, I was talking about how you have three seconds. That's why I just don't even address it. Don't even think about it. Just get there. Just go do it tired. Take the action. Action orientated is what actually gets things done. You know, sit around, talk about it all you want, but it doesn't get anything done. And that was like my biggest thing I remember I would like be in meetings and I'm like, I can't sit here and talk about it because like, this is what we need to do. Like, I'm such an action oriented person that I'm like, you can only talk about it for so much before it's time to take action. So here's what we can do. So the thing is, ask yourself, what are you doing today? That's getting you closer to your goals, because I'm going to tell you right now, it's not huge. It's not monumental. It might feel that way if you're tired. Oh, yeah, it might feel that way if you're tired. But what are you doing today that is getting you closer to your goal? If you want to lose 20 pounds, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
put the chips down, go do something. Stop talking yourself out of it. Stop telling yourself you're tired. Stop telling yourself you you don't have an outfit to go to the gym. Uh, You're not signed up for a gym. You don't have a space to work out in. Like go outside. Being outside is free. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect weather. Just get out there. Run like Rocky. Do what you need to do. But ask yourself what you're doing today is getting closer to your goals tomorrow. Because it's here and now. What you are is a result of what you've been doing. So if you can focus on the day, if you can focus on right now, you will absolutely be where you want to be. But it's really all about harnessing that energy. I can tell you from ex- from experience, it's it's never about motivation. It's never about being in the best mood. It's never even about the best circumstances. All that you have, all that you have, 100% of the time is your attitude and your applied energy. That's it. Your attitude and your focus, your applied energy is what's going to bring you to that next level, going to bring you to that that next day, that next whatever you're trying to work on from experience, people. So anyways, have the best day. I hope we had the best pep talk. And of course, feedback, guys. Feedback on topics, what you're loving, because I love it. When you reach reach out, that's a real thing. So, and honestly, it does help me set up topics, discussions, any type of questions you have. Um, it just helps me like get excited about the next topic. And I want you to be excited about, you know, what we're going to be listening to next. So I have a lot of people asking me for weight loss motivation, gym motivation, weight loss tips, stuff like that. So for now, I'm going to keep doing that. But if you guys want to hear anything different, if you want me to talk about a different topic, if you want me to start like bringing guests on, like that's something I was thinking about doing. So if you want to see guests come on here or do anything like that, let me know. Um, And yeah, you can go to chelseaswiftblog.com. I just did a bunch of like healthy weight loss um, blog posts that you can check out. And then also DM me on Instagram, chelsea.swift or chelseaswiftblog. So DM me, hit me up, let me know what's going on. And again, break that habit today. Trust me, you'll be so happy in three months when you're like, wow, I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Or wow, I I can't believe I was able to stick with this for so long because it's that, it's that super flex that you're going to develop once you can actually do something longer than like three days. I promise you, like I used to be the type of person I couldn't stay on a diet for three days. I couldn't stay on like a, a structured plan for more than like two seconds. I'd be like darting everywhere like a squirrel. So Trust me, I get it. But honestly, it's one a day, one a day, one a day. You know, you start like that and it's two a day, two a day, three a day, three. So once you actually get into that zone, it'll be so easy to be motivated. But for now, if you're tired, do it tired. And I will see you on the next podcast. Bye, guys.